0: What is the Podcaster Matrix? The Podcaster Matrix is your source for podcast media hosting. Get your entire podcast library hosted now at PodcasterMatrix.com. Welcome to Small Business Saturday. Welcome to Small Business Saturdays. The Small Business Saturdays podcast. With your host and my husband join the conversation let's talk some business all right good morning everybody hopefully uh, everybody's had a great start to your Saturday morning I'm uh, excited to be here and I've uh, got my help back here uh, she's uh, Kylene sitting over here to my right helping me out this morning so uh, back to doing the, the fun style and and having her here so I really appreciate her Kyleen thank you very much sweetie Um, all right, guys. Well, uh, got some fun stuff I want to talk about today. This is actually a question from uh, Printware Magazine that'll be uh turned into some text and posted on their website here soon. But um, we want to talk about uh Facebook versus Google ads and um, actually previewed this just a little bit yesterday on the Two Regular Guys podcast. Uh, so um, if you missed that, go over to uh, facebook.com slash two regular guys, or you can go to tworegularguys.com, and uh, we'll have that show up today. Um, so kind of talked with Terry a little bit about what we're going to be talking about today, but today we're going to go deeper. So I'll, I'll repeat a few things and then uh, dig in a little bit deeper here. So, um, Without further ado, let's go ahead and dive in because there's a lot here and I'm still trying to keep this around 30 minutes today. Uh, That was my kind of promise to you guys is that we'll keep this short and sweet so you can uh, get in and out for your Saturday morning. But hopefully you've got a a full cup of coffee today because we've got lots of great stuff to talk about. All right, so I guess the first question to answer is why specifically Facebook and Google advertising? Uh, When you think of digital marketing, You kind of think of google and facebook they're dominant in their respective fields uh you know let's things like you know google googling you know when i ask my wife hey let's go find a new restaurant i don't say you know can you go search this i say why don't you google a new restaurant or why don't you google that information so google's become a verb in our lexicon you know not uh, too many people do anything but google there's some holdouts i i get that but majority people, Google, that they think the last stat that I read was that they serve about 40,000 searches a second uh, on their servers. So um, that's a lot of people looking for a lot of things. So, um, and then Facebook is its own behemoth. Um, They have over 2 billion, that's billion with a B, monthly active users. So, and, and that's the key. It's monthly active users. These are not just fake accounts or, or accounts that uh, you signed up and don't go to their website. These are monthly active users. Over 2 billion people hit Facebook a day, um, a month. So, you know, that's a big number. So just there, we have, those are some reasons why we want to think about these things. And then just think about our world in general. We've kind of come to a uh, digital world. You know, when was the last time you looked something up by going to the Yellow Pages and opening that up? I, I'm not even sure I've seen a Yellow Pages in years. Um, you know, anybody that still goes to the malls or or there's lots of malls that are kind of uh, not even in business anymore. They, they look more like the zombie apocalypse. So we're interacting more in a digital world. We're having interactions here on Facebook. We're, we're looking up things on the web. You know, we've all got our... Um, pocket computers here, you know, so, and then I have to show off my new two regular guys pop socket. But anyways, um, so we all have our mobile, We're, we're, we're constantly online, we're constantly connected. So with that being said, we need to start changing our marketing strategy, we need to start shifting our focus to some of these digital techniques. So um, you know, through being able to market on Google and Facebook, we can gain customers and and grow our business that way. Now, we're talking about <clears throat> excuse me, we're talking about paid advertising today, um, but there are some things that we can do without it being paid to get us started. So let's talk about those things real quick. And then we'll dive into the actual paid portion here today. Uh, You know, so for your website, for Google rankings, um, the important things that you need to do is you need to have good content, good content that's related to your target audience. And you need to have that content being posted on your website and updated regularly. Um, If you don't update your website once every three months, at least Google will ding you in the search rankings. Um, The more is better. And being consistent with it is better. So my suggestion would be post a blog once a week or once every other week and do it at the same time every week, because then Google's little crawl bots, the the stuff that goes out there and searches all the web and gets new content and stuff like that, they'll know, hey, I need to go look at AaronMontgomery.info every two weeks, Monday morning at 9 a.m. or whatever the case may be. So there's number one thing that you can do to increase your, your search, your ability to be found on Google without having to pay any money. Then when it comes to Facebook, the most important part about Facebook is being social, being engaging, being interactive. Uh, That's going to get your posts listed in front of people more so than uh, those folks that, uh, just are like monsters. I, I saw a really great post the other day from a small business and I went searching for it this morning and I couldn't find it. I, I should have tagged it or should have saved it in some way. I don't think it's a page that I follow all the time. It was just somebody I came across, but they had a picture on there and and the post and the picture read, you know, support small businesses to do that. Don't just like my uh, posts support me by sharing engaging, interacting, communicating because those are the things that actually Facebook looks for. How many times has this thing that you posted been viewed, interacted with, clicked on, shared? You know, if you're a heart monster and you're going out there and you're just putting likes or hearts on on everything out there, that's fine, but that doesn't really do a whole lot for you or the people that you're liking their stuff. What you really need to do is you need to go out there and you need to actually have a conversation, say thanks, hello, how are you doing, how's your business, what's going on, being social. So the more you interact and engage on Facebook, the better off your page is gonna be. And the more you interact and engage on Facebook as your page, the better off that content that you're putting on there is going to be seen. So there's just a couple of quick things that uh, we can do, everything good? See some movement over here, so. Oh, Rich, hello. Thanks for joining me this morning. I appreciate that. Uh, good to good to see you. Um, so there's just a couple of quick things that we can do that are not paid. All right. So I, I just wanted to get that out of the way first because the key here is we don't want to be spending a ton of money, but we want to. We, we do now in this world. Uh, need to be spending some money on advertising on these platforms. Unfortunately, gone are the days that we can organically build our businesses through Facebook or Google or, or, or things like that. Their businesses, just like you and I are, so they need to make money too. Now, how much money? That's a thing for debate, but that's that's not what we're going to talk about today. So, um, so f- let's just dig into this here. Let's get into the paid side of this. Um, now first and foremost I know that the title of this video is Google versus Facebook well that's not necessarily true Um, it's not a one or the other kind of thing this is not to pick out you you do this you do that honestly as much as we this rivalry between Google and Facebook they actually operate pretty independently and can both do really good things for our business so ultimately what we're going to talk about today is the mixing of both and finding the most appropriate mix for you. So here's the way I like to look at it. I like to look at Google as a way for new customers to find you. If you need to find some new customers really quickly, doing some Google ads is a great way to do that. So that's one. Facebook, I look at that a little bit differently as a way for you to find new customers. Um, So you can get out there and get in front of some new customers based on the current customers that you already have. You know, so with that being said, the next question I normally get asked is, how much? How much do we need to pay? What What does our budget need to be for Facebook and Google ads to be successful, to have some return on that investment? And that's a really difficult question to answer because there isn't actually, you know, I can't say, okay, you spend $1,000, you're going to do great. You could spend $1,000 and get nothing. You could spend $25 and get a ton. So it really just depends on what your goals are, what you're trying to do and and how you design your ads and, and, and how much work you put into those things. So here's what I normally answer that question with of how much, this to me is the best way to do it. So if you go back to our developing a business plan series which we'll talk about at the end and you get to that budget section, you figure out what that advertising budget is that you have available to you that you plan on spending yearly, monthly, whatever. You take that advertising budget and you grab 50% of that and you put it towards Google and Facebook ads. All right, that's how important I think this is. 50% of your advertising budget should be spent on Google and Facebook ads. All right, so there's the answer to the question. We can be done, right? Okay, well, no, no, let's go a little bit further. Let's talk about a, a few more things here. So, with that 50% that I've just grabbed out of my advertising budget, I don't necessarily need it to be 50% going to Google, 50% going to Facebook. All right. So, what I have to do is I have to determine what my goals are. Um, so let's let's talk a little bit about you know where to put our eggs in this basket. Um Again, letting our goals tell us what we want to do. Are we trying to get a lot of new customers? Are we trying to get more business? All of these different goals and, and, and also your current marketing situation. So good example is if you have a really good base of customers and a good good handle on your ideal customer, I would suggest spending more on Facebook advertising, cultivating those current relationships and finding new relationships around that core group of customers that you're really successful with. Um, but if you're newer to this your new business or you need to build your database a little bit more um, or you know and you don't quite have a great handle on on who your real top quality customers in is then i'd focus a little bit more of those dollars onto google all right good over there sorry that's <laughs> all right um, <laughs> she's uh i asked her to like let me know if there's a comment i need to come to and anyhow we won't go there all right so um so there's where we want to be so if we're, we're, we're feeling comfortable with our core customers and we got a good list facebook if we need to build new customers we need to find new customers and we don't have a great handle on on who our core group is then google should be a little bit more of your focus you know the actual amount like i said can be small and still very effective we just really have to refine our keywords and our target audience and and again you know, we could spend $1,000 and get nothing out of it. We could spend $25 and, and get a great return on that investment. So here's how we got to do that. So let's start with Google. I want to start with uh, the Google side of things because I know a lot of people that are, are possibly watching this or small businesses newer startups, things like that. Um, so Google, what Google is, is Google, Google is a pay-per-click advertising tool, tool. So it's called Google Ads. It used to be called Google AdWords. They love changing the names of everything that they do for some reason. But um, you know, I guess as they grow and develop, the, the, they need to tell the better story with the name. But Google Ads is a pay-per-click advertising, which means the cost goes up, the amount of money that you have to spend goes up every time somebody clicks on your ad. So the real key here is getting in front of the right people. That when they click on that ad, that you actually get some return on that. So you know, if I've got uh, somebody that you know is not going to buy anything from me, and I'm getting in front of them, and they're clicking on it, um, you know, there's a good way. If you've got uh, a competitor that you want to have them spend a little extra money, go to Google and click on their ads a whole lot. I'm not really saying to do that. Don't waste your time, but. Uh, That's the whole thing is we need to get in front of the people that actually are going to bring something to our business, not just getting in front of everybody and letting them click on it and go, I don't care about this company. I'm not interested in doing business with them. Okay, bye. So the best way to understand if you're getting in front of the right people is the bounce rate when you look at your Google Analytics. So if they come in, click come into your, you know, they, so they come in through the ad. You can see this all in analytics, um, and and that could be a whole day going through that. So we're not gonna get too deep, but just go in and see what the bounce rate is, meaning they come to the page and they leave right away. They don't click around, they don't go to other places, they don't go to your shopping cart, all that kind of stuff. So if your bounce rate's high based on that ad, then that ad's not working. You're not getting in front of the right people, all right? So how do we get in front of the right people? Well, Google ads is all based around keywords and, and what people are searching for. And so when they search for something, your ad gets put up in front of them if you're paying for that keyword. So we, we've got to really refine our keywords. So the first thing I recommend is go back and rewatching the video I did about how to find your niche. Okay, it was a couple of weeks ago. Um, there's a link to it right here. You just go to my website slash niche and you can uh, it'll pull right up for you. Um, Easy to find, so go go rewatch that first. All right, and then once you've kind of refined and and found your niche, you want to write down a list of all the keywords you think you need to work towards. You know, what people might be searching if they're part of your niche market, your target audience. Okay, so once you've done that, then we want to research those keywords a little bit. You know, Google has a keyword tool that's very helpful, right inside AdWords. But here's a, a place that I really want you to go check out. It's called Uber Suggest it's a great tool and here's how it works so we'll say cockapoos was the keyword that i wanted to be working on well i go in and i type type cockapoos in there and then it comes up with a list of all of the things that people are searching for around cockapoos like cockapoos for sale cockapoo care you know whatever all and those are the ones that we really want to focus on the, the ones that not that don't have this big mass general. Because if somebody says cockapoo's for sale um, and you're paying for ads that say cockapoos, you're gonna get up there. But if you're not selling cockapoos, then you don't really actually want to be in front of that keyword. So you wanna find the keyword phrases that people are going to be actually searching for when they're looking for your goods or services, all right? So that's, that's a great tool there, Uber suggest, I think it's still up there. Um, neilpatel.com/slash uber suggest. And and he's great at the SEO and all the other stuff. So if you have some extra money in that other half of your budget, I would recommend you know some people like that to help you rank in Google. All right. Once we've done that, then we can do something they call retargeting. Retargeting is basically a simple way to gather people who have taken some action on your site. Hi, I'm Kyleen, and you're listening to an episode of the Small Business Saturdays podcast. Do you want to subscribe to the Small Business Saturdays podcast? Head over to smallbusinesssaturdayspodcast.com. There are tons of ways to subscribe. Click on your favorite and grab all the information about growing your small business. Getting your ads in front of them. So basically, you're uploading a list, uh, an email list of people and you know, things like, abandoned carts if you have an e-commerce or people have signed up for a newsletter or whatever you're uploading a list and it, and then you're retargeting so when they're off on google somewhere searching for something your ads are going to show up in front of them so maybe they came to your site they were looking at something they almost bought it but then they ended up leaving and they didn't buy it so then you get an abandoned cart notice well you take that email and you load it into google there and then while they're off doing whatever else they're doing online they're going to be reminded hey don't forget about me over here. Come buy that cockapoo shirt, you know, that kind of thing. You, you have some retargeting ads that you, go there, all right? So that's kind of Google ads in a, in a nutshell. Again, we're, we're digging as deep as we can go in a 30-minute session here. So if you have other questions and stuff, just reach out to me on my website. All right, let's talk about Facebook ads, all right? Uh, Facebook ads are basically what we consider paid social, So with Facebook ads, instead of people clicking on it, you're actually paying for every time your ad gets placed in front of them as they're scrolling through their Facebook feed. All right. So here our key is a little bit different than with Google, because clicking is is one thing here. We really have to refine it down to the right audience um, because we want to get our ads only in front of people that might be customers. This is one of the hardest things for me to do when it comes to um, Facebook ads. When I do stuff for myself, anybody know what FOMO is? OK, <laughs> it's the fear of missing out. And I have that. This is a huge problem for me. I love getting in front of you know, I would rather fail miserably than, than uh than miss an opportunity. You know, that's kind of the way my mind works Is I would rather go try every opportunity I can get and fail miserably at most of them. But you can't do that with Facebook ads. You really because now I'm paying for that and that fear of missing out is going to cost me money that I don't need to be spending. So we need to kind of flip our brains there and it's better off for your ads to miss people that might be good customers first than it is to get in front of people that aren't going to be good customers. So the goal is to make that audience tiny, 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 as small as you can make it, and then get out in front of them and then use the data that you get from that $5 spend, $10 spend, and then just keep expanding your audience and making sure that the amount of money that you spend gains the goal that you wanna make and you have that return on investment. So let's talk a little bit more about that. Um, we wanna get in, the, in front of the right people and, and doing that and building some lists and audiences, something that I've already covered in, in a video before. If you just go here again to my website, AaronMontgomery.info/smPaid, watch that video, okay? I, I go through how to set up lists, including excluding. It's a lot more detailed than I can get into right now. All right, so, so pause here, go do that when, when you're done come back and we'll finish this video out, all right? The important part that I want, again, continue to drive home here, is excluding is way more important than including. So we need to think about everybody we need to exclude. Here's a good example. This is like a duh moment, but I my exclude list should include my wife. It should include my mother, my father, my brother. If I have to market to my mother to get her to be interested in what I'm doing, I've got bigger problems than my Facebook ads, okay? So I need to make sure that my exclude list covers everybody that I don't need to be getting in front of. I don't need to be paying to serve up an ad in front of my mom or my wife. So um, got a quick comment here. Um, Jan? Thank you. Great. Let me just read this real quick. School Boosters and Letterman Jackets business. I've been using Facebook with success, but hearing kids are more on Instagram now. Jen, excellent point. Um, in fact, I'll just jump ahead here. Uh, so where we're at today in in the world of Facebook ads, because Instagram is actually owned by Facebook, um, what I would suggest is if you're starting to see more people heading that, and, and that's uh, t- agreed, 100% true. I think Uh, the younger generation what happened is Facebook was great and they all love being there and then all of a sudden mom and dad got on there, grandma got on there and they're like I don't want mom and dad knowing what I'm doing so Instagram was scary to the older generation we didn't understand it as well so so they started migrating over there but the cool part is all of these same techniques and same things that we're talking about with Facebook work just the same for Instagram and and can be done. You just have to kind of think a little more visually with that and a little less word heavy. But the including, excluding audiences, that whole thing works exactly the same. So great question, Jan. Thank you so much. Um, take, yep, she says, I agree using small targets to start. It takes a little longer, but gaining momentum. It, yeah, and, and Jan, again, this comes back to my FOMO, my fear of missing out, where you want to just blast to everybody but I don't have deep enough pockets for that. You know, I can't, I can't be spending thousands of dollars a month to blast to everybody and hope i catch people. So this is definitely something you got to build and grow and, and just keep working on and be consistent with it. So, all right. So let's, let's get into this. Julie, good morning. Thank you for joining me. So glad to have you along here. Um, again, if, as you guys have questions, I'm happy to, to jump into it. I have my lovely wife helping me out over here. Let me know when when we need to pause for a moment and jump in there. So, all right, let's get back to where I was at with the, the Facebook ads here real quick. get back to my notes here. Um, so we talked about excludes and how important that is. You know, I don't need to be marketing to my mom or my wife. I think she understands what I'm doing. So she's sitting next to me here. Um, <laughs> but what I do need to do is I need to build what Facebook calls a lookalike audience. And, and this is awesome. This is a great tool. And one of my favorite things that Facebook does, that they've got a ton of super smart people there that use a lot of math and algorithms and things that i completely don't understand and i don't have to understand cuz they've built these tools for me so really what what happens with this look alike audience is i can take and upload a list of emails of my top customers maybe you know i don't want to take my whole entire customer list maybe i've got some stinkers but find the ones in your email i'm sorry in your customer list that are the most profitable, the the ones you love doing business with, the ones you want more of, you wish you had hundreds of those customers right there, find a group of them, make it a a nice size list. You know, uh, maybe not thousands, maybe your customer list is a thousand people, narrow that down to about 250 or hundred even, and take that list, upload it as an audience in your Facebook ads, Program and and you'll see some of that when you go back to that video uh, that I had about social media. Aaron Montgomery uh, dot info slash uh, SM Paid I think it was. Kailyn, is that right? Mm-hmm. Okay, SM Paid, and you'll see kind of building that stuff. But build that audience, and then I take that audience. I say, hey, Facebook, give me a lookalike audience. And what they're going to do is they're going to take that information. They're going to go out, search other people that have similar interests that have similar behaviors that that look like in their mind that particular customer. And now you've got a whole new group of people that you can get in front of that possibly would want your because you're able to give them the same solution that you're doing with your current customer. So that's a great way to really kind of target your audience down. Um, and then lastly with Facebooks, we just make sure we set goals. You know, Jan was talking about what she's doing. You know, Uh, But Jan, hopefully what you're doing, though, is when you're starting to build those ads and you're growing and building those things before you even do that, you sit down and you say, okay, what is my goal? What is my specific goal, my smart goal, which I've done a video on specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, trackable? You know, I need to get X number of new sales over three months that came from this ad. You know, those kind of so set those goals. That's the mo- really before you do that because then that's going to tell you what audiences you need to go after. You know, do I need to work on my current customers? Do I need to look for new customers? And then once you set those goals and you build what you think are going to be ads that work for you, do small tests, uh, as Jan said. You just got to build that momentum. You know, so I want to go out there and spend ten dollars, twenty five dollars. and and see how that goes. The great part about social media and Google Ads is that it's fairly instantaneous. You can know within a day, a couple days, what worked and what didn't work. So do those tests, measure, repeat, and then expand out your audience as you find what works. And that's going to allow you to spend the right amount of money, not excessive amount of money that's not going to give you any return. All right, so that's Facebook in a nutshell. Um, we talked about Google, we talked about Facebook, let's summarize and, oh, hey, I'm going to make this thing happen in 30 minutes, maybe, unless you guys have questions, totally okay. If we're over 30 minutes, if you have questions, bring them. All right. Oh, we do have a question. Here we go. Jan says, yes, I don't spend more than $20 each time and track how many customers I get. Never have spent more than 30 reports are awesome. There you go, Jan. That's awesome. So here's what, if you really want to turn that up. Now go stretch it, put your, because now you understand the reports and you understand what you're looking at and you're understanding a little bit more about what works. Now go and stretch that, do an ad that is going to run for a couple of days, maybe make it two or three days and put it up there for a hundred bucks. And then 30 minutes, an hour after it goes, two hours after it goes, go look at it. And read those reports. And if the reports look the same as what you were doing for $20 or $30, then let it go. If the reports are looking like, nope, we're not getting the same return, stop it. Stop it at that amount. And then now you've maybe still only spent $20, $30, but you've tried something a little bit bigger. There's no reason not to stop an ad if it's not working. okay? And and that's a really great way to test without spending that full $100. okay? Now, don't make the mistake that I made. This is what makes me an expert. I've made a lot of mistakes. I did the $100 deal and I just let it go and it failed miserably and I didn't go check. You know, so these are the important parts that you got to do is you got to got to take the time. If you're spending money, time is money. Money equals time. Got to got to make that right mix there to to do the right things. OK. All right. So summarize Google versus Facebook. It's not necessarily a 50 50 split, um, but it is needs to be 50% of your advertising budget. Um, You need to determine what part of your marketing funnel needs more volume. You know, we didn't talk too much about marketing funnels. I will talk about that. That's a plan for a future episode here at SBS videos. Um, But the marketing funnel, you know, you've got, it it is a funnel at the top. You've got kind of connect, get customers, new potential customers aware of your business Excuse me um, the next section a little smaller is to inform gain trust get those potential customers go oh yeah I actually like this business that this could be somebody that I'd like to spend some money with the next little section is so we're gonna drive action let's get them to our Facebook page let's get them to get a quote from us let's get them to you know put something in their shopping cart and then we get a little bit smaller here and they'll the, the kind, kind of bottom part is turn that cut potential customer into an actual customer. But then don't forget, don't let them just fall out the bottom. The last part of your funnel is to nurture them, to help them repeat business, doing business with current customers is way easier, way cheaper than gaining new customers. So that funnel actually looks more like an hourglass than a, than a funnel, okay? All right. They both need to be key parts of your advertising, and as we talked about with Jan, Instagram and Facebook pretty interchangeable in my mind right now. So, Rich, what's a good time of the day to do this? Uh, Rich, that's an excellent question. Um, so here's the way I look at it, and now this is going to be for the Facebook for the social stuff because we've got tools to, to do that with Google. Um, you know, you have to kind of understand when your customers are searching and you can use Google analytics to find something in Facebook, though, there's actually a really great tool in your page. Um, So if you go to your page on Facebook, so for me, it'd be facebook.com slash Aaron Montgomery.info. That's my business page. And then I go to insights. In insights, it shows when your customers are most likely to be engaged with your your business when they're online when they're on facebook and it actually shows monday you know sunday through saturday and it gives you numbers of how many and in fact i I did this on the uh, i believe i've got some of this on the video we did about social media paid Um, so it gives you those numbers and then you can so let's say friday's got the biggest number well i can hover over friday and then it actually tells me What times on Friday? So again, for mine, when I looked at this, I looked at it just this last week. When I looked at it, it was Fridays at 9 a.m., which makes a lot of sense because that's about when I'm doing my podcast and uh, most of my engagement is going on Friday mornings. All right. Um, I can see a trend here on Saturday mornings growing a little bit for me. So the best time to run your ad is going to be the time when those people are on and so you got to find that right time you know doubtful it's going to be saturday morning at 3 a.m but depending on what your business is it could be that so hopefully that answers your question rich if you got a follow-up please send it on over we'll uh, we'll get it uh, get it figured out here all right what else we got any other questions got got one more ah jan you're welcome yeah you know what um so I did learn that the hard way. The first time I spent a hundred bucks, um, I was talking to a, a friend of mine that uh, is also a digital media guy. In fact, that's his whole entire business is, is digital media. And, know um, I was kind of complaining about the woes of the failure that I had there. And he said, well, why don't you stop it? I'm like what? Stop it. So um, let me learn the hard way. Not you guys. <laughs> that's the whole point here, guys. So awesome. Thanks Jen for, uh, For that comment, anybody else? Rich, you're welcome. Okay, guys, awesome, thank you so much. Four minutes into bonus time here. Um, I I wanna remind you guys that I just want you to go back, it's still open and available if uh, you haven't developed a business plan or you need to develop or redevelop your business plan or you just wanna kinda go through it again. Um, We have a fantastic video series that um, I was able to put together with my wife and uh, if you want to go check it out here, um, I believe it's it's showing there. Okay. So that's, that's where we kind of posted it on my website. It's a five slash six part series. So we kind of built five and then realized at the end that we needed to add one more piece on the operational plan. So I brought in my friend, Terry Combs, who's a really good ops guy uh, to do that. So if you go over to that page, get started, watch each of those videos. There's homework. It's not really homework. It's it's an interaction, it's, we're building a community. And, and this is my goal for what I'm doing here on Saturday mornings is to build a community of small businesses that wanna support each other, help each other grow. Um, and the best way to do that is to engage and interact. Like I said, I was talking to my friend and he gave me this great suggestion. And so that's what I wanna do is I wanna do that. And, and then I get the same thing back from you guys. We had some great interactions when we did this business plan thing live and honestly, I, you know, I don't want to sh- don't tell anybody, but no, just kidding. I felt like I learned more from you guys than you probably learned from me. So I really appreciate everybody that interacted, and I can't wait to interact with more of you. So just go to that business plan series, go through it, do the homework, send it over to us. Um, my wife reminds me that I need to put my email address as something that comes up here, but I'm just going to say it. It's Aaron at MontcoConsulting.com. Um, She says, you say it at the end every time you should. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to say it today. Well, there we go. I did. (laughs) All right, you guys. Awesome. Have a great Saturday. Thank you so much. Have a great Saturday. Thanks for tuning into another episode of Small Business Saturday Podcast. We appreciate having you as part of the community of listeners. Tune in for the live video sessions at facebook.com slash to become part of the active community. You can contact me directly at erin at Thanks again for listening.